It's Ife Chuksa Dizwe and you are listening to the Uncommon Woman Podcast. So here is the real mystery. How do working women like us, who know deep down that we are made for more, we desire to make God proud but always end the day with no time or energy for ourselves, talk more of betting the more in us? How do we know this more? How do we profitably bet our dreams, our callings and our passions without breaking down, without losing our sanity, our homes or our jobs, at least for now? That is the glaring question and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ife Chuksadizwe and you are welcome to the Uncommon Woman Podcast. The topic is branding and content creation. These are two very, very um, interesting but heavily loaded topics. I've tried to um, share what is um, would, would enable you to start doing something today. Um, and then over time, we can build on it and expand our knowledge on it, okay? So it's, uh, I'm very happy to do this. Uh, if, you, if you know about my career, I have 15 years work experience in brand management. So branding is something I'm very, very excited to share with you. What exactly branding is and not what the world is calling it today. Um, so I will be teaching you those timeless principles and I will also teach you how to incorporate what the world sees today so that you come out stronger and have um, a stronger brand. And then I will also be sharing with you on content creation. So I've split it into two. So we start with branding. When I say the name um, Apple, so Apple as in the computers, what comes into your mind? What's the first word that comes into your mind? What's the first thing that comes into your mind about pick milk? The reason why I've made us go through this is because I want us to understand that there are words that people, our mind, or we have perceptions of certain brands or people. In short, if I even went now, right, and I said, um, let me think, who is one popular person now? When someone mentions Trump, Donald Trump, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? So the first thing I want us to know in today's session, if there's anything that you go out of here with, is the fact that every business or every individual has a brand. Whether you define it or not, you have a brand. People need to form perceptions about you because the way the mind works is the mind likes to categorize things. That's why if you go to the milk shelf, for example, in your head, you see peak and you say it's quality because of a number of things that have happened or you have seen or you have experienced that gave you that perception about the brand. Same thing with Apple as a company, Apple, the computers, their iPods, their um, their tabs, everything is stylish. Someone said stylish. And that's because of all the things that you have seen or experienced about the brand. So every business, or every individual has a brand. Whether you define it or not, you have a brand. Aren't there those people that you have around you and you just say, this person is lazy and everybody says the person is lazy. The person is always dodging work. That's the person's brand. Whether the person chose to define it or not, he has a brand. So the important question that always needs to be answered is how good is your brand? Because it's only when your brand is good that it starts to make um, valuable um, things for you happen. All right? The second thing I want you to know, especially if you have a business, most people buy from people that they know, 
they like and they trust. That means for everything that you buy, there usually is some emotional, there is some element of emotional trigger in there. So do you know what the emotion that is tied to that purchase? is an emotion of trust. So I know that if I buy this brand, I trust the brand. You've grown to know it, you've liked it, and you trust it. And so you have a connect with the brand. So that's the first one. And then your brand exists to help you to deliver that emotional connection to these people. The second thing and the third thing, which is what we had seen from the beginning, is that your brand is simply a collection of what people perceive about you, how they see you, how they feel you, and what they say about you. That's a brand. All right. Now, a brand. So I've told you what brands are or a brand is or what branding is really about. Branding, which is very important. I want you to listen to me. Branding is more than a logo. It's logos are elements of your brand, but branding is way more than a logo. A brand is way more than your color palette. Oh, you say these are the colors that I use. I use pink. I use this. I use that. Branding is more than your color palette. Branding is more than your logo. They form part of it, but they are not the foundation of your brand. If you do not have the foundation of your brand, right? Even if your logo is the most beautiful logo and your palette is giving colors that are popping and are, you know, attracting people, if the fundamentals of your brand are not right, you still will not be achieve, achieving what you want to achieve. Okay? So now that we are clear on what brands a brand is or a brand is not, let's go into how do you create a brand. So like really what is branding? We are going to ask, I'm going to ask you one, two, three, four, five questions, right? I'm going to ask you five questions and those five questions are supposed to help you form your brand. So in brand management, we call it your, your brand equity pyramid. So because your brand is what you stand for in the minds of people. So we put it together in like a triangle and then you have all the elements in there. So the first thing I want to ask you now, as you are in this um, training, if you're here, you're here because either you want to create a brand for your business or a brand for your person. When you are thinking branding, is it for you as a person or you or for your business? So now when you want to create a personal brand, you need to ask yourself, what do you want to stand for in the minds of people? When people think about you, what should be the first words that pop into their head? So for example, when I think of Steve Harris, the first thing that pops into my head is the executioner. He helps you get your businesses on track. When I think of Stephanie, Stephanie is someone that has done an amazing job on personal branding. When you think of Stephanie, you think of online courses. So the question is, what do you want to stand for in the minds of people? For me personally, what I want to stand for in the minds of people is more. You're made for more. Made for more or common woman, both of them join. What do you want to stand for in the minds of people? So for your business, you're the head of corporate services in your company. Amazing. So when they call your business name, what do you want to stand for in the minds of people? Also work that for your business as well. 
So the first question, like I said, is what do you want to stand for in the minds of people? I want to stand for more. I want to stand for growth. I want to stand for, um, the, I want when people call my name, the first thing they'll say, oh, is it that a common woman, woman? Or is it that made for more, that made for more woman? Those are the key things that I want to be associated with my name. So for you, what is it? And remember, this is because I'm a coach. If it is as per a personal brand, because you are you're working in an organization, right? What do you want to stand for in the minds of people? So your brand is different in different places. In the workplace, in my career, for example, what I want to stand for, I want to stand for, I want people to, when they think of me, they say, oh, if someone gets things done, once, don't worry, she will deliver. So the person that delivers, if I'm delivers, that's the brand that, um, that, that I want to create or I created in the workplace. So your brand is different according to the different people that you are projecting to. Because remember, it's a personal brand and we have different lives. So for me, for example, I'm a career woman. So on the career front, what I want to stand for is different for what I'm standing for when it comes to my assignments and my coaching um, area. Do you understand? Okay. When I was putting this here, I showed a, a picture of OBS Equestry. When you see her picture, the first thing that comes into your mind is a no-nonsense woman. Do you understand? Like I said, your brand, whether you defined it or not, every human being has a brand. So now we are clear on question one, which is what you want to stand for in the minds of people. Let's move to question number two. Question number two. Amongst your contemporaries, where do you want to be different? So let me explain it now. Let me explain it using a brand like Apple. First thing, what does Apple want to stand for in the minds of people? As a brand that is known for creativity, beautiful design and innovation, right? Where do they want to be different versus their contemporaries? They obviously want to be different in these things. They want to be a clear leader. Like when you talk about innovation in the world of technology and computers and phones, they want to be clearly different from their peers. When you talk about design, you know, beautiful designs, they want to be different. So usually when, you, when you've, when you've um, carved out or when you've articulated, first of all, that number one question that we answered, which is what do you want to stand for in the minds of people? It's usually one statement, right? Now we start to break it down into what does this mean for you? So for Apple, for example, it could mean that I want to, I will have creative designs. I would be leading innovation, right? My computers would not have, will have a processing speed of X, Y, Z, you know? Um, what are the different things that it means for you? Now, under those different things, you're going to say, where are you going to be clearly different? You will not compromise on it. And where are you fine to be the same with everybody in the market? I don't know if you understand. So, for example, let's use Peak Milk. Peak Milk has said, um, what do they want to stand for in the minds of people? Milk at its peak. The best milk you can ever desire, right? That's peak milk. And what does this mean for them? It means that the different attributes is number one. The milk is going to be quality. Um, it's going to dissolve in water quickly. It's going to taste nice. 
the packaging is going to look attractive uh, and it will be in let's say 450 grams 900 grams affordable pack sizes right then now they will look at all those attributes and ask themselves where do i want to clearly be different where do i want to win where is it that i will not compromise in order for this brand this thing that i want to leave in the minds of people to be there and then they can say oh you know what i will not compromise on the quality of the milk i will not compromise on the taste that is where they want to be different and clear winners versus every other person playing in that field then the third question is, is where do they want to be the same so i'm going to be alternating between question two and three the third question is where do you not mind being the same with others Pick milk can say, I don't mind being the same with others when it comes to maybe his ability of the milk to dissolve in water. It's fine. Or um, I want to, to be in XYZ pack sizes. I don't mind being the same with others on that. So that's one example. Let me give you another example on someone that says, um, Let's 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 use a personal brand. So let me let me use for example the uncommon woman uh, uh, movement. What do we want to stand for in the minds of people? We want to be a movement of. We want to be that place where you need to be, if you know that you desire more from life. You know that you're not an ordinary woman. Your heart is yearning for more than what the society says is your portion. And so you want more, you want to excel in your work, you want to excel in your assignment, you want to launch a business, you want to be an amazing mother, you want to be an amazing um, wife. That's what we want to stand for, that place, that gathering of those women, right, so that we can make a change. And then we say, where do we want to be different? And which is something I've constantly asked myself, what makes the uncommon woman different from every other women movement there? What makes Ifia this way different from every other coach out there? I don't coach you to be um, to excel in your career. So it's not about just your career. I don't coach for you to just be in relationship and excel in your relationship. What makes us different is that we realize that a woman has different parts. And so we build the woman completely. So if you see, for example, the courses that we bring out so the bet your more program is not just about launching a business no it's about launching a business it's about getting god's input it's it will teach you how to get your husband's support so it's not it's not a it's not a one-sided fix we realize that the woman is multifaceted so what makes us different is that our approach to answering the question that the woman is asking is holistic. We address everything about her life so that she grows across. So that's question number two. Question number three, where do we not mind being the same with others? I don't mind being on the same platform with others, right? Do you understand? I don't mind um, writing books like others. I don't mind doing courses like others. But you see, when I do a course or when I write a book, that place that I want to be different will clearly come out. So remember I talked about in the foundations, just so that we do a quick recap, is number one, we said whether you know, agree or you do something about it, every business and every individual has a brand. Um, 
And so we talked about how do we put together the foundation of your brand because your brand is beyond your logo, is beyond your colors. They are foundational things that make a brand. And I said that there were five questions. We've gone through three for now. The first thing, first question I asked is, what do you want to stand for in the minds of people? Right? That is usually one statement. Then try and break it down. What is this going to mean? What is this going to what are the smaller things that this would mean for it to come to life? When you've broken those things down, maybe like five different things, where do you want to be different versus everybody that is in that same field with you? So for example, if it's a personal brand at work and you want to be known as a performer, and what this means is that you're going to deliver your work on time. It means that your work you deliver will not have mistakes. It means that your boss will not have to remind you for anything. It means that uh, maybe you'll come to work early. It means that um, you're going to volunteer for, every time a volunteer is needed for a big project, you will be the one that will volunteer. So this is what it means because what are the, when you try to unpack that brand you want to be, so you've unpacked it into these five things. Then we said question number two is, on in these five things, as compared to your peers, as compared to other players in the field, as compared to your colleagues, where do you want to be different? There are five things you say, you know what, I will not compromise on delivering quality work. I will not compromise on delivering work on time. With regards coming to work on time, I'll be fine with my colleagues. If it's time to come to work eight o'clock, yeah, I will come to work eight o'clock. You understand? So where would you want to be different? And where do you want, where do you not mind being the same as others? Not the three questions that we have taken, we have done now, right? Now, the next question is, when people see or hear or come in contact with your brand, what should be the first things that they, what would they experience? Now, this is where logo, have you seen that we've gone through three questions, which is forming the foundation. Before we now come here, because once you've articulated your brand, who, who what you want to stand for? What are your points of differences? What are your points of parity? The next thing is, if somebody sees or hears you or comes in contact with you, what is that thing that they are going to see or hear? That's why you see that brands have logos. So that every time you see a Mac computer, what are they going to see? They're going to see the logo. They're going to see the slick edges. Are we together? Every time you see an MTN ad, what do you see? Two things, you see yellow, and then the second thing is at the end, you go, da na 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 right? So it could be see something they see, something, something that they can feel, like a logo or like a sound. And in, and in this age of digital, um, this whole digital revolution, another thing is hashtags. So every time you would notice that every time on the group, when, when a post is made, it's part of the branding. And so you see made for more. You see powered by grace. You see exploits my superpower. Those are part of the things that made the brand that I want you to see and continue to come in contact with. So for you as a person, what do you want people to see or, or hear when they come in contact with you? It could be your energy. Like every time someone comes in contact with me, the first thing they must experience is my energy or is my kindness or is my, as a person, me, Ifoma, 
um, actually as a coach, the first thing I want, I want people to, I love to give. I love to give. So you would see that there are always tons of gifts. There are this, there are that. So for me, one of the things that people need to experience when they come to see or hear is, is gifts, is, is understanding that there is, things can really flow. You don't have to hoard, you know? So ask yourself, when people see you, when people experience you, what's the, what, what you want them to, to see, what do you want them to hear, what do you want them to, at that first time they meet you? Because you're a personal brand, you don't have a, you, you, you may have a logo. I have a logo if you are just funny enough as my, if you are, or the common woman, blah. So for example, if you are a personal brand, you, I know people that are personal brands that have a color. One of my friends is a business, she's actually an entrepreneur and then she's teaching people how to grow big businesses. Every time she goes to speak, she wears cobalt blue. That's her brand color. Okay, and so the blue is associated with her color. Her posts have that blue. So, for example, your personal brand, because we're talking personal brand and we're talking content creation, when you're going to be posting, for example, you could end your posts with a particular quote or a particular hashtag, right? Or what else again? For example, myself, when I, well, even though I need to work on it, but personally, I've, I've tried as, as consistent as possible. Every time I go to speak, I try to be dressed in an Ankara dress because I believe that I'm called to Africa. So my message can go out to the world, but I'm fiercely proud of Africa. So wearing African prints is something that is important to me. I think I have to inculcate it into the brand. That's why, for example, you see that the colors in the Uncommon Woman logo are very, very colorful. It's like the Ankara mix, like how we mix colors. Okay, so question to you, when somebody sees you or hears you for the first time or at any point in time, what is that thing that is going to be consistent? Is it a hashtag? Is it a color? Is it your energy? Is it your kindness? Is it your giving spirit? What is it? Now, if you are a business, there's one more question that I did not ask because we talked a lot about personal brand, so I didn't bother putting in that question. But if you're a business, then you need to ask, if your brand were a person, who would she be? And the reason why this question is here is because as a brand, so when you go on social media, you see different brands. Brands will talk. So even if you're selling oil, the way you talk to your customer is not open or talking to her customers. It is delicious oils talking to delicious oils customers. Do you understand? So your business, if your business were a person, who would she be? Maybe she would be a kind person. She would be someone that is ready to listen. She's a fun-loving person. She's easy to talk to. There are some brands that their brand character is that they are experts. You know, they talk serious. And we know brands like that, especially in the medical um, industry. That's their character. They are experts. They give you sound advice. They don't have time for chit chat. When I launched my first business and I was helping people have their babies in the US, the brand character that I, I, I was working with was someone that you can talk to. You feel so comfortable, you can share your concerns with her. She's not, she's not, um, she's not, 
that kind of person that you cannot explain what's up like men deluxe i don't have this money what can we do that was the brand character that was deluxe childbirth so you can tell deluxe that i don't have this money how would i get this money and then we now think of okay maybe you should do a bank loan maybe you should do a payment plan maybe you should do this okay so as a brand if if you are if you are doing branding and it's a business ask yourself if you are a person who would you be when i'm in and i'm thinking for example in coaches and this is also me there are some coaches that project themselves as experts for me the character that i my for for the uncommon woman is I'm not I've not arrived. I'm not an expert. I'm sharing what I know so that I'm pulling everybody up. Most times you realize that especially when you're starting your business, your business character is not very different from your personal character most times. But sometimes you need to force some new things into your business. So for example, with with all um all, uh, for example, on certain things, I would, as a person, not bother. But because I've said that my business character is all about timely response, you know, to what people are asking, it forces the person to do that. Okay? So, if you are a business, you would ask this additional question. If you are a business, what will people see or hear when they come in contact with your brand? They will see your logo. They will see your colors. This is where your logos and your colors come in. Is there a particular packaging that is unique to the particular product that you're you're you're, you're selling? All right. Um, when you go on social media, obviously, do you have hashtags? This means that if you're a business, every time you are posting your logos, if you are saying that your logo and your hashtags, it means that every time it consistently needs to be there. So articulating these things is one thing. Using them consistently is how you build brands. Communicating these different things that you want to stand for is how you build brands. So articulating it is one thing. That's why in the content creation, content creation is what helps you to now communicate these things you have said. So if, for example, I still keep using this oil example, you say you want to stand out based on the taste of your oil. When you're writing content, you will write content that communicates all these extra these things that makes you different. You will have the your the the, the, the post will be in the your colors, your brand colors, your logo will be there. You will end with your hashtags. If you do this consistently, six months, one year, there are certain elements of your brand logo people would see and they already know is your brand. That, that's why when we see just the Apple, we know it's Apple computers. When you think of Joyce Meyer, what comes to mind? The first thing you think about is, oh, she talks about, um, what's that thing, coming from a bad, a terrible background and, you know, overcoming it and God using you. When we talk about Kenneth Copeland, what do you think? You think prosperity. When you talk about, um, there are certain, there are different ministers and you will just attach something. When you talk about um, Pastor Kingsley Okonkwo, you're talking about marriage and relationship and dating. When you talk about um, MFM, you're talking about deliverance. You're talking about fire, fire. Let's deal with the enemy and destroy the enemy. You know, when you talk about Oedeko, you're talking about faith. Now, are they the ones that gave themselves that brand? Not exactly. It's, it came from their assignment and what God has given them. 
right? So when they are clear on that, what it means is that what do they want to stand for in the minds of people is basically that assignment God has given them. So Bishop as a brand, is all about faith. What he wants to stand for in the minds of people is the father of faith, is a person of faith, a person of crazy faith. Let's be, let's be precise. Yeah? Where do you want to be different from others? He's going to be doing crazy feats of faith. Um, where does he not mind being the same with others? Uh, he's going to preach um, grace. He's going to preach... Um, prosperity is going to preach healing. He's going to preach. He's going to preach every other thing that is being preached because the Bible is a complete book. But when it comes to the things of faith, he goes even deeper. He does. He demonstrates crazy faith. Or is it Catherine Coleman and the Holy Spirit, or Benny Hinn and the Holy Spirit? Benny Hinn has written a lot of other books, but what he stands for is the Holy Spirit. And so when he teaches about the Holy Spirit, he 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 demonstrates. That's the right word. So where in ministry, where you want to be different comes out in how you demonstrate it. There are certain um, topics that are, I think, for example, with me, I still haven't pretty much placed it, but I know that my message is still all tied with more because that's what I got from him. And then praying. I, I don't do play, play prayer. And so over time, when South Series was a physical meeting, one thing people are sure of is, apart from the teaching, you will get to pray. You will pray. <laughs> you will pray. And devil self will know that you gathered. Do you understand? Thank you for listening to the Uncommon Woman podcast. Please remember to subscribe and leave feedback. If you have any questions at all in becoming an Uncommon Woman, please do share with me and I'll be happy to talk about it in subsequent podcast episodes. What if I could show you the simple yet powerful secrets of the world's greatest Uncommon Woman? for free would you be interested then do go to bit.ly slash uwskit to get your own copy today you would also get the first chapter of the uncommon woman book for free so that is bit.ly bit.ly forward slash uwskit all in caps lock so caps u caps w caps s caps k caps i caps t so go there and then you can download your own for free 